Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, we're just one week from the Western Conservative Summit. One of the things that I love about the summit, if you've never been there, it is... It is amazing how many wonderful conservative organizations are there. They all get together. We have about 60 of them that join us at the Western Conservative Summit. Let me just read some of these. You can get a chance to kind of interact with them. Americans for Prosperity, the Heritage Foundation, the Honest Elections Project, Patriot Mobile will be there, Project 2025, Alliance Defending Freedom, Rocky Mountain Gun Owners, the Wyoming Family Alliance, Turning Point USA, Approval Voting will be there, the Washington Times, Job Creators Network, and then you, we have this wonderful organization that honestly has probably kicked off the idea of state-based delegations better than anybody else. They were early in with us. They were great partners, and... Over the years, we've developed this wonderful friendship. And if you ask people about the presentation they remember most at each Western Conservative Summit, it comes from the American Lands Council, a great organization that's trying to wrestle back from the federal government all this federal land ownership uh, and management that they have in the West that they were supposed to give back to the states. The states should be in control of most of the land in their state. But that's not the case with the West. In fact, you have overwhelming ownership of the federal government of land in the West. And this organization, American Lands Council, led by Jennifer Fielder, is the tip of the spear in fighting to get this land back to the states so that they can better control and manage it. And she does, in this presentation, she shows you land that's managed by private hands, land that's managed by state hands, and then lands that is managed by the federal government. And which do you think is the most poorly managed land? The land that's owned and managed by the federal government. And so for the sake of the West, to try to prevent all these horrible wildfires that are just consuming these states because the federal government is man- so poorly managing this land is Jennifer Fielder. She's the CEO of American Lands Council. They're going to be hosting an event Thursday night at the summit. They're going to be active. They've got a booth there. They're leading workshops. Jennifer, give us a little insight into what you're going to be teaching about from the perspective of the American Lands Council at this year's Western Conservative Summit. Well, the American Lands Council really is the leading advocate in our country for better access, health, and productivity on federally managed lands. And, Jeff, you are right. The federal government is a very poor land manager when compared to other forms of land management. The states, uh, when it comes to public lands, the states are outperforming the federal government economically by an average of 10 to 1 or better in the West. And they are also outperforming the federal government environmentally when it comes to a measure of best management practices. State and local um, control of lands is proving to be um, much better quality, much better stewardship. You get much better decisions when they're made by people that are actually 
closer to those lands, people that know them and care about them the most and are affected by the management, you would not see these massive wildfires if it weren't for the way the federal government is mismanaging our public. I will show evidence. I will show pictures. Um, it's You can check our website, AmericanLandsCouncil.org, to see the difference between state and federal management of lands and how that really is affecting the size and intensity of wildfires in our country. All these federal restrictions that are blocking access and blocking good timber management practices and keeping uh, ranchers and grazers off the land, all these federal pro- so-called protections are allowing, are allowing the fuel loads to build up so heavily that we have extreme wildfire danger on these on the federal lands. And when the fires get started, they're not allowing us to put them out. These, huh. these people, it's, it's nuts. They're, the, the administrators for the Forest Service are drawing circles around a fire. Say there'll be a little lightning start of a fire, which is pretty common in the summer in the Rocky Mountains. And they'll take that little fire that might be an acre or two in size, and they'll draw like a 50-mile radius around it or you know, a tw- 10, 20, 30, 40-mile radius around it and say, oh, there's our fire line. We're going to protect it from there. And then they'll let everything inside that radius burn. In fact, they don't just let it burn. They'll go in and light it on fire. They they drop, you know, these fire um, fire tools right out, out of these helicopters onto the land. I was watching them do it from my living room windows. The, the mountain across uh, right across the valley from me is full of dead trees because they drew a great big line around a little tiny fire and let it burn. And this was in high fire season. It was threatening our community. It was threatening our home. I've had evacuation notices tagged on my front door while federal fires close in from both sides at the same time, and they refuse to control them and put them out. It's, it's just nuts the way the federal government handles these things. And I've been able to get to the bottom of it and figure out how are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Why aren't they letting the firefighters do their job? It's not the firefighters. It's the administrators inside these federal agencies that aren't allowing them to fight the fire where they need to fight it, to control it, to protect life and property. Jennifer Fielder. And our environment as well. Jennifer Fielder is the CEO of American Lands Council. I just, (laughs) I want to give you a sense of just how crazy this forest mismanagement is. So in 2020, the wildfires in Colorado or California, sorry, 2020 wildfires in California released 127 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. This is from the LA Times. 127 million in one year, they released 127 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. In all of the regulation that California has put into place over the last 18 years in the state of California, they've only reduced the amount of carbon dioxide by 65 million metric tons. So in one year, in one year, they doubled all of the impact that they tried to reduce over 18 years by these wildfires in California. So when they're out there saying, hey, you know, you got to quit driving a gas-powered car or we're going to go after diesel or all that stuff or your gas stove. Just remember in one year, one year of wildfires in California doubled all of the savings that they had built up over 18 years. 
They have no idea what they're doing. Why? Why, Jennifer? Why do they do this? Is it just feel good? What? Why? Why are they so bad at managing the West? Well, if you want an honest answer, it really goes down to economic warfare, Jeff. There's foreign interests that are funding the environmental movement in our country to stop proper resource management. They're trying to stop the use of um, natural resources, whether it's timber, whether it's farming and agriculture, whether it's mining, um, all of those things. uh, The environmental interests in this country are receiving massive amounts of funds from foreign interests in order to thwart proper land management and resource management that's good for our environment and good for our economy. It's crazy. So, I mean, there's been some reports that have been presented on this. I've seen them. I know Congress has uh, subpoenaed some of these environmental groups um, to investigate their ties with foreign funding. Um, I don't have all the details, but I can see enough to connect the dots to know that the leadership of many of these environmental organizations are receiving massive amounts of money to do things that make no sense at all to us. And it's it's because they're being fueled by interests that are contrary to what's good for America. It's it really is happening. That really has been happening. And um, unfortunately, America's eyes are still shut to that. And we need, you know, basically to restore more local control of the decisions where they can made by people that know the land better, care about it more, and are going to respond in a way that makes sense. When, when If and when we make mistakes locally, we're going to know about it because we're going to feel it. And right. those communities are going to say, we got to do it different. So that's what it, that's really what it's all about getting away from this huge federal bureaucracy in Washington DC that's controlling millions hundreds of millions of acres out in the west and let us start being states and acting like states and taking care of the lands and resources within our states so we can do it responsibly and so we can make adjustments when adjustments need to be made and so it can be a whole lot less politicized than what you see in Washington, D.C. I mean, bureaucratic gridlock is, you know, that's that's it. That's a, just a normal practice for the Washington, D.C. agencies, and they know it and they'll admit it, that their hands are tied. They can't do proper management because of the bureaucracy and the lawsuits and you have people that, you know, are in lockstep inside these agencies with these environmental groups now that um, really, <laughs> I, I mean, I love the environment. I think most people do. We all want clean air and clean water and beautiful wildlife and abundant outdoor recreation. But federal control of our lands is giving us just the opposite way, way, way too much. We're talking with Jennifer Fielder, the CEO of American Lands Council. She's also the leader of the Montana delegation to the Western Conservative Summit. Jennifer, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So, friends, these are the types of leaders you're going to have the opportunity to interact with, to meet. We have a wonderful exhibit hall, huge exhibit hall, over 60 organizations that will be there leading workshops, speaking from the main stage doing all this wonderful work to preserve the founding principles that made this country great. Get your tickets at westernconservativesummit.com, westernconservativesummit.com. Friends, next week will be the last broadcast before the Western Conservative Summit. So we'll look forward to seeing many of you at the summit. Till then, 
God bless you and yeehaw.